Five, six, six seven, seven, eight. eight. Well, I didn't seem too clean, did it? Let's start a new episode. Yes. Hey, I'm G. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm Richard. Hey, and uh, uh, we're back with pilot season. Two pilot seasons in a wink. What is happening? And the answer is, we don't know. No. Um, though we are running out of time, if you think about it. We really need to finish off these manimal minutes. Ugh. can't remember which minute we got to, but I've got all the notes. So. <clears throat> but, uh, we're not under that time. Well, I've I've written all of those, obviously. Yeah. Um, but uh, God knows what the last ones recorded were. And during the edit, I feel like we've missed a couple in the bit middle as well. So that'd be fun to, to just do them out of context. Shit. Anyway, oh. for now, we're doing a new pilot. And that mm. pilot is from uh, HBO Max's uh, The Nevers, which uh, premiered last Sunday on oh, HBO. Recent. Yeah. It's very recent. It's as recent <laughs> as we do. <sighs> Unless on those rare occasions when they release an episode early on to the YouTubes. Yeah. Now, uh, this show was written, the first episode directed, and produced by uh, Joss Whedon, who, during production, uh, or at least at some point, walked off set never to return. Yes. Um, Uh, It turns out he's a monster, which we all knew, but... Is now official. We all knew. <laughs> well, I mean, we knew he didn't like talking to people on the set of Justice League. Yeah. Right? But there was always and There is a very weirdly worded uh, memo or statement from HBO, right, about the Nevers, which says mm. that there's a very important word in it. And it, say, it goes something like this. <clears throat> uh no one complained about Joss Whedon before he left the Nevers. It's like, well, how many people have complained uh, since he left? Yes. That's yeah. what I want to know. Yeah. How many of them were just getting pleased to be in this series, but were just putting up with his shit on set, and as soon as he was gone, went, thank fuck he's gone, and here's why. <laughs> uh. Do you well, know they've been working on this show for six years? That's a lot. Six that's, years! That's... Six years of him probably I would sh- say shouting in many of the women's faces and calling I would them say things. that's four years too many. Yeah. For a TV show. <sighs> I mean, it wasn't six years between that gums coming back in style tweets by David Lynch and us yeah. finishing watching Twin Peaks season three. They've only made six episodes of this. Now, admittedly, yeah. they say it's half the season and there was a pandemic. Still. But, you know, six years. Yeah. Well, when, it when was Nick a pandemic, but you managed to finish it during the pandemic and get it out, so... Nah, yeah, the excuse I, doesn't I, hold I, up. I would say that some of the, the general look... Yeah. When I first watched it, I couldn't tell you if this show was filmed in the 1970s. Yeah. Or... <laughs> The 1960s and the, 
you know, when they break out special effects, you go, I mean, they're not good. No. I mean, for how expensive the show looks from a practical level, from a CGI level, it looks cheap as fucking chip. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to it. But, um, yeah, I I decided not to read any descriptions of this when you said watch it, so I just cranked it on and so I did not know I roughly knew that it was something about women with powers and that was everything that I knew before I started watching pretty much what I knew about it and then obviously we're wrong it's not women with powers it's people with powers but no how how would you say I mean for the time right because women didn't have power back then right this is set in uh, what 1896 I want to say no, it's I'm, set in 1899. Is it? The first scene is in 1896. Is it? Because was our dates popped up? Did I miss that? Yes. Okay. London, August 3rd, 1896. Oh, well, I saw the bit with London and I and must have And then it jumps to three stuff. years later. Yeah. Okay. After the first bit. Well, I did miss the date then. I saw it say London and I must have looked in to start writing something and missed the date. It's very wordy, this, isn't it? I, I, I think it was very... It's really rather well put together. Yeah. And I think it could be, right? No spoilers, but I think it could build into something special. But I would quite like someone like... I noticed she's an executive producer on it. I'd really quite like uh, Jane Espenson to take over. Who's that? You know Jane Espenson. She used to write on Buffy back in the day, right? Uh, she wrote on Angel back in the day. Right. She wrote on Firefly back in the day. No. But here, we go sideways. But only to TV shows I love. So, she wrote on Gilmore Girls for a year. Yeah. She wrote on Battlestar Galactica and Caprica. And she wrote on Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a few people worked on that in this, I think. And so you're like, fucking hell, that is that is pedigree, beyond pedigree. Yeah. When you think of all the years of good TV, she's put, she's put out more years of good TV than have passed since she started working in good TV. <laughs> Fair enough. She was literally multitasking at one point. You know what I mean? Uh, <clears throat> no. Um, no, on you go. Yeah, well, so just, I... Um... I've gone through. I've got some things with people's credits, but I've not actually written them down. I've got sort of got them in chronological order. I waited until the character's name was said on screen before I did anything for that actor. <laughs> so I was. I don't know if we were going to go through like because I thought I'll wait until they say their name, then I'll look up who they are and what they're doing. Um, because I thought are we going to go through like scene by scene or? I somehow do have. Fucking hell. <laughs> I have one page of notes before the credits. Because well, there was a... And, and there was a lot going on. Yeah. And then, fucking hell. And then I have three pages after the credits. Right. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, yeah. And I think it's nearly all plot-based. So. I still have... I've got a lot written down, but not nearly that much. No, I mean, I don't know how there's... 
I mean, don't get me wrong, it's also written in pencil, and I don't tend to write yeah. in pencil. I just couldn't find a pen, and I can't read my writing. So, hey. Yeah. I'm going to say some stuff, and I'm going to start saying names really fucking quick. So you can just jump in, really. Okay. okay? Right. So here we go. London, August 3rd, 1896. Amalia True is sad and tries to kilt herself. Well, yeah, because I saw it, and I thought, well, I didn't re- recognize who she was, and I was like, Oh, she's about to get murdered or something. This is setting something up. Didn't realize it was one of the main characters. Yeah. I was like, eh. Um. Yeah. So it was her. So that. Let's see what I've got for her. She's. Uh, so it's Laura Donnelly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Seven episodes of Casualty. Casualty mm-hmm. will come up a lot <laughs> in this. Um, four episodes of Hex, which I'd never heard of. With two X's, uh, right? One X. Oh, a different one to what I was thinking oh. of. Okay. An episode of The Bill. Oh, well, this is not... <laughs> Carry on. Well... Well, if you're only going to read shit shows, I'd rather you didn't. Oh, I, 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 say purposely, she's new. I purposely went for stuff that I thought was funny, so I was like, yeah, an episode of The Bill. Well, now, 12 episodes of Beowulf Return to the Shieldlands. I never even knew that was a series. Was that based on... Was like a was like a spin-off from the terrible... Animated movie or something, or what? The Robert Zemeckis movie, yeah. Robert Zemeckis, please. Yeah, I remember that um, uh, guy shouts a lot about being Beowulf. That guy, that was Ray Winston. I'll yeah, have that you guy. know, that's the one. I caught me guy. And Angelina uh, Jolie played his. Uh, uh, Angelina Jolie played his mum. Yeah, Figure that did, one out. She did. Seventy-year-old about... Ray Winston. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she didn't yell about being his mother. He's just yelled about being himself. I mean, I watched that in 3D at the Cineworld at the beach, and yet I do not remember anything about it. No. Uh, anyway. She, she also played Mabel Tolkien and Tolkien with the... Uh, was that Redmayne? No, it wasn't Redmayne. It was not. It was the other one. That... No, it was, uh, it, was the, it, was the, it was the boy, uh, Hux. No, that's thingy. The boy from uh, Fury Road who played Beast as well. Yeah. Yeah, and in fr- he was in skins. Yes, right. I just realised the problem we've got. Yeah, uh, with you reading out all these bits, and that's not yeah. an insult to you reading out all these bits. Yeah, but because the first bit that's set three years in the past introduces almost every main character. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll do, we won't do them all just now. We'll save one. We're just going with her because she's the main one. But we'll talk no, about the no, other no, ones no. later on. But listen, I'm about to drop. You said when I mentioned names. No, no, I'm about no. to ne- mention ten people. I wrote them down when they were mentioned in the show. So we're just going to go over her because she's the main one, turns out. That's the only okay. reason I skipped forward to her just now. I'll wait okay. until the later on scenes to start going about other people. Okay. Cause and I, even then, I haven't got all the people. It's just, it was just because she turned out to be again, the main one that I decided mm-hmm. to skip ahead and say who she was. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? I, I mean, yeah. you don't have to be so condescending. But yeah. No, no, I'm not being, that was the big answer. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was the. And I don't know if it was you or not. It might have even just been <laughs> you. You moving around, but after you said it makes sense, there was like a. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> no that, was, I, that was definitely the couch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to read a series yep. of people's names, and it's going to mean nothing to no one. Okay. Here we go. Penance Adair uh, is good at problem solving because yeah. she just fixed a well with a peg. Well, as soon as I saw her, I went, oh, yeah, peg woman, she's uh, 
she's going to be her powers is fixing stuff. And I was like, yes. that turned out to well, be no, true. That's the thing. She's already good at fixing stuff, but now she can see. But now she's power. Good. They yeah. literally say she's, like, she's not yeah. working with wood anymore. Pegs yeah. are pegs are yesterday's business. Electric, exactly. electricity now. Um, <laughs> right here we go. Lord Masson has a folder, and he's waiting for someone. <laughs> my, no- my notes were just top hat man, possibly a bad guy. Snatch that folder like a dick. <laughs> um, yeah. Malady is being taken away. Yeah, off to the asylum. Right. Now she was. So they. It's good to know she was mad before this started. Yes, that's good. You know what <laughs> well, I mean? not for her, but yeah. No, not for her. I saw there was like a headline thing. There was a little newsy boy later mm. on flashing something up and said about can Malady kill someone? And I was like, oh, there's some sort of illness in. Uh, Going about London, but then that turns out to be a person. Yes. Okay. Well, well, her face is on that thing. Oh, the boys oh, was it? oh well, I, I just saw the main headline. I didn't look at the picture. He sells. She's being sold basically like Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, yeah, also, I, I know you're going to mention her later, but I'd just like to say that I think her name is Amy Manson. Yeah. And she used to be in Once Upon a Time. She played uh, yes. her from Brave, and she's okay. from Aberdeen. So there you go. There you go. Um, I did watch this, and one of my predictions in my head early on was, um, because this is set in sort of Victorian-era London, Mm -hmm. yeah, Jack the Ripper is definitely going to turn up at some point, and he's going to be killing powered women. That's the whole... Everyone he's killing is not a prostitute. They've got powers or something. So that'll maybe be season two. Well, they've got to finish season one if they've only made half of it. But I'm just like, yeah, this is just, this is where, <laughs> I thought, this is where this is going. It's going to, yeah. Right. Ugh. Moving on. Yeah. Mary Brighton is dropped off for her, her audition by Frank Mundy. Fucking oh, yeah, hell. Because that was the same guy. Too so, many people. Yeah, so he's, he turns out to be the cop. Um, yes. Mention him later on. And then she's, I thought, oh, she's queuing up for some sort of audition thing. But then that's yes. like the last we see of her for a while. But then it was later on, when we go three mm. years ahead. I just sort of went, oh, Ginger Woman's building stuff. But is that the Ginger Woman that was in the queue or the Ginger Woman with the peg? It, it was, was like, obviously Ginger Woman with the peg. Yeah. Because the Ginger like, Woman in the queue is obviously, she got a job in the Yeah, theater. we saw that later on, but at the time I'm like, uh, all ginger, all ginger women look alike to me. So <laughs> Here's the thing. The Ginger Woman who sings the song. Yeah. Um, and I think she was in War of the Worlds, right? She looks very familiar to me, but I don't know why. Because unfortunately for her in this pilot, yeah. she doesn't get to do anything. No. I have noticed she's on all the posters. All right. So I assume she's important. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah it seems but yeah, when she sings, she sings like some sort of fish person or like an alien. Well, that, that could make like, sense. Because the whole, well, one, when we see the thing at the end, it looks very yeah. fish-like. Um, well, now you say that, that's true, it did. Yeah. And then, yeah, she's all singing, and it it seems to highlight people who've got powers, and it's not just women. Uh, well, we knew that already, though. Because the uh, Doctor has but powers. Then he said it was like voodoo magic, and I'm like, maybe he had that no, before. And they're they just already, saying that magic's a thing. You're not paying attention, mate. They mentioned multiple times it's not just women. No, no, ah, but, well, okay. No, they I did. Well, I watched it once. They said it was the, basically only upper class men didn't get touched. 
Yeah. Everyone yeah. else did. Yeah. Well, could have got done. Yeah. So, yeah, the doctor got touched. Um, anyway, yeah. let's go back here. So, yeah. So, uh, Single woman uh, in the queue. Speaking of, Dr. Horatio Cousins leaves his house with wife and child. Spoilers, you don't see the wife and child again. No. So <laughs> I'm guessing in episode two we find, or maybe three, we find out where they went, and it's mm. probably not good. Uh, um, their, their, their magic powers were that they just melted and died. Um, yeah, they turned into flowers or something. Turns skin. It's everybody different. It's like COVID. Um, Lavinia Bidlow yeah. is in a wheelchair. Her brother, Augustine Augie Bidlow, pushes her... Um, oh, what is words? Pushes her all but... Yeah, I did think this was going to be a misdirect. Oh, and like, then they, he looks up at something. Yeah, there, yeah. there you go. I did think this has got to be some sort of misdirect thing where they're going, oh, look, I'm in the wheelchair. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, no, but we're we're definitely focusing on the guy that's pushing her, not her, so we don't need to worry about her. Turns out we do. But, uh, well, yeah, because that's Olivia Coleman from The Sixth Sense. She's yeah. definitely going to be a bit something, isn't she? I don't recognise people. She's Ugh. in that really, uh, she, uh, is it season two of Spaced? She yeah. has that nice little cameo where um, uh, Tim almost runs her over and she appears well, on the, by, um, by the side of him on a bicycle. I goes, you have cyclist. no respect for... Yeah. yeah. And he uh, um, he winds the window down and goes, what? And she repeats the line and he just goes, all right. And just <laughs> walks away. Um, <laughs> oh, and the yeah, thunder. I love the fact that she plays irate cyclist after she did the Sixth Sense. That's crazy. All right. Yeah. Um, Giving back to friends or something. Oh, yeah, I'll show up in your series. No, no, that's 100% what it was, but still. Yeah. Um, yes. So, yeah, Omen, it's, Omen it's three thunder. years later. Oh, we still... Oh, we missed, uh, okay. What, we not? What? Because we've still got the... Um, well, there was Omnus on there, everyone looking up, and then it cuts back to What's-Her-Face, who's indecisive and then throws herself in the river. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's three years later. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Amalia wakes up on the floor. She likes to sleep on the floor. I, I mean, I it begins that, and ends with her sleeping on the floor. When it first cuts to that, and I'm like, oh, who's this? What's, why is this child on the floor? And then it sort of panned back, and I was like, oh, it's not a child. It's that woman we just, okay. But I was for a second. I was like, "Why are we looking at a, a kid sleeping on the floor?" Ugh. She gets ready for her day. Uh, penance all, is doing. Penance is doing out, science. Yeah, we should actually point out that this intro, although you've crammed in a lot of people into it, mm. we are three minutes into an hour-long episode. Yeah, totally. It yeah, it crams a lot in. Mm. This is a real. Um, I mean, I'll give him his due. It's what Joss Whedon's good at. If you rewatch Serenity, the Firefly movie, yeah, he puts all the links together in the opening five minutes, so that if you've never seen an episode, you still know how everyone's connected. Yeah. And I mean, that's pretty special to be able to do that. Yeah, you know, it's a pity he's a cunt. Anyway, it yeah. uh- <laughs> is a pity he's a cunt. That was a good, a good. That was a good Bowie song. 
is. Yeah. It is right. Uh, that was a uh, your take on what is it? Tis a pity she's, she's a, a whore. whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rework, rework it for Joss Whedon. Uh. <laughs> there you go. There's the only good musical reference I will ever make. You're welcome. I mean, it's a very strong album, and uh, James Acaster would love you because that's obviously uh, that was what 2016 that came out. Yeah. Yeah. The fact I pulled that out of the air is really upsetting to me. I'm very good. <sighs> Do you know we listen to that? We're we're in that real minority of people who listen to Black Star before he died. Yeah, I think so. I <laughs> I remember not liking it much, mm. um, and yet I have listened to it an awful lot since then. I think so. it just gets better and better and. Because yeah. he died, and there's so many songs, the song cycle seems to be a man who is scared he might die, yeah, and then does. And does. I mean, I yeah. mean that is bleak. It's, <laughs> you know what it, I mean? It's it. It's shown commitment to your craft. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's a, you know the last song is Lazarus about being born again. He was not. No. He maybe tried, but it just didn't pan out. Ah, uh, you know, he probably had a backup plan, right? Ugh. Robot head or something. Yeah, you'll be living. You'll be. Li- <laughs> you'll be living in a fishbowl just now. Mm. Joe. Just, anyway, Joe just tapping in flakes of nutritional yeast. <sighs> People love <laughs> nutritional yeast. Apparently, it. Apparently, cupboard. um, um, Tig was talking. That she likes to put nutritional yeast on popcorn, and I felt um, physically ill for a I, second. But apparently, it's 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 good. Yeah. You know, and I I chuck a bit in um, from having soup. I just sprinkle some over the top. Give you some crunch. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, if you eat protein and crunch. Yeah. What a B what a B twelve in there. It's good for your brain. Uh huh. <sighs> Okay, good. Okay, good. It's been for mine. <laughs> mine wasn't that. I, I didn't even have comebacks or anything. I didn't have words. I was like, ah, uh-huh, <laughs> yes. Um, um, where are we? Um, Penance is doing science, which leaves her no time for personal hygiene. No, she just she scrubs her pits, um, finger brushes her teeth. Not even a whore bath, like a proper no. just. Just Wipe a, the pits and a finger over the teeth. A, a finger that no, is just. I don't just, know how good. A yeah, finger that is just. Yeah, that has just been in her pits minutes before, now on her teeth. I and mean, these I are Victorian know, pits. These are I, not like modern day pits. No, I don't, I don't know if sweat is a good alternative to toothpaste, but I doubt it. Do you think they uh, had toothpaste in 1896? I think they didn't use powder, I think. Like bicarbonate of soda, that kind of shit. Possible. Soot. They used to use what, soot. Like a charcoal face mask. No, they would, Back uh, then. They would take like soot because it was abrasive. So it would like it would actually take the layer off your teeth. So it would make them whiter, but it's because you were removing layers of enamel. So not good for your teeth, but yeah. yeah. But nothing was good for your teeth back then. Yeah. I'll tell you, we have, like, it then cuts to what's her face? True, true mm-hmm. woman. Um, well, uh, uh, Amalia True. Amalia um, True, there you go. Because it's, their, their names unfortunately rhyme, right? Yeah. It's Prue and True. 
and it's definitely like sometimes she refers to her as Mrs. True and Amelia True. So there's definitely a split personality thing going on there that we've not explored in this episode, but it'll be upcoming. There is a kind of hint at that later on where she just just go and beat people up. So there's I think there's a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde thing going on there. Maybe. As well but as I uh, I mean the it'll be mentioned again, but my the most unsettling and the most badass and coolest thing in this episode. Yeah. Is where Nick Frost puts a blade against her face, yeah, and says, me. "I'll cut you," and she goes, "Oh, like, I'll make you unrecognizable." And she just looks calmly into his eyes and goes, "This is not my face," well, and he what... shits yeah. himself. That's why. <laughs> so it's later on when she is just, she just apparently beat up people in the alley that she just started mm. to fight with. I did think she was going to turn around there, and we were going to see some sort of transformation in her. So there's mm. def- I'm, that's why I'm convinced that she's going to be a kind of Jekyll and Hyde type thing. But anyway, she has some very bad cup acting at, at uh, 4 minutes and 42 seconds. Because um, I looked at that. But um, yeah, Cup acting? She's, Is that, uh, she, no, she, did she put a ball under one of the cups and then move them around? <laughs> no, that would have been better. Um, it's just, she takes Find a, the lady! She just takes a, a drink and it is very obviously, you are definitely drinking out of an empty cup and you, yeah, you're not. Don't do cup acting. You're not. What good. did I? Is it this? I didn't write. I don't know. I don't think I wrote this down. <laughs> I think Sorry. it's probably only me that would notice this kind of. No, 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 no. But there was there was some there was some weird coffee acting in something recently, and someone spills coffee, and it yeah. is so obviously water. Oh no! There was no there was no spillage. It was um, no, not in this scene. There's no. a scene where. Maybe it wasn't in this. I've watched a lot of TV this week. There's been a lot of new TV going on. Yeah. Anyway, we need to keep going because there's so much. We haven't got to the credits yet. Oh. We've been chatting for an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. We're going to somehow talk longer about this one episode of TV than we are about the one episode of Manimal we did. Oh. Three days yeah. later, we're still going. <laughs> Well, I was probably mention. Well, see, you mentioned Penis are there now, and they do say her name on screen. So yes, Anne, well, because their thing is, uh, oh. what is it, uh, Mrs. True, Mrs. Adair is how yes. they sort of say hello yeah. every morning. Yeah. Um, so yes, so, yeah. it's uh, Penis are there, played by Anne Skelly. Sixty-six episodes of Red Rock, four episodes of Vikings. Not anything I've ever watched. There you go. No, but Vikings is popular, right? We haven't watched it, but it's popular. I believe so. I mean, I, I know people who used to talk about it at work all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out after I watch Britannia. That looks like no. a good fucking show. Oh, there's somebody in that in this as well. But I, can't remember I believe that was um, 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 the uh, true lady. Yeah. Um, I believe she played some sort of witch or something, it said. Yeah. Anyway, I don't trust a TV show where the lead appears to be David Morrissey. Just as a general rule. (laughs) I'd say no offence to David Morrissey, but that was definitely 100% offence to David Morrissey. And he listens as well, so... Yeah, I know. Because he told me about his... uh, he, He used our skills when he took over from Simon Mayo that time. Ooh. I don't know if you know that, but that's true. No. He does occasionally take over for... Uh... No, He's in a very strange group of people, right? Yeah. Because if Simon Mayo can't do it, they go to Edith Bowman, yeah. uh, Ben Smith, a.k.a. Doc Brown, 
Right. Uh, you know, he's a rapper slash comedian. He's in that David Brent movie. He did the ser- a series of uh, Taskmaster. Anyway. Okay. Um, or they get uh, Sanjeev Baskar. Is that his name? You know, from... Um, he's in the Paddington movies. He's in a million things. Okay. I did watch those Paddington movies, but I don't um, remember. Goodness Gracious second. Me. He was the main guy from Goodness Gracious oh, okay. Me. Okay, I can get a picture back of him in the day. Okay, yeah. Right? Um, or David Morrissey. What a strange group yeah. of people they get in to replace Mayo. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So um, they've got to go. So yeah, they they leave Saint. Oh, I can't read my own writing. Romalders, Romalders orphanage. What do you yeah. reckon? It, did, did you write that down? No, because I remember I, f- I meant to write something down because when I first looked at it, it popped up and I went, I had to go back because I was like, let's see what I think it said. And I can't remember what I thought it said, but it was like, like Bernardino or something. It was something, it was something along the line. I just saw this like flash up and I was like, is that good? it wasn't that, but it seemed to me, I thought it said something in its head about like, Stromboli or something stupid, and I'm like, "Fuck did that uh, sign say?" When you said San, B- San Ber- Bernardino, Bernardino yeah. all I thought of was the song by Frank Zappa, oh. which would mean you've made two amazing references in one day. I definitely didn't. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to. She lives in Mulholland in a Winnebago. Never even heard of Frank Zappa. His name is Holly. He looks like a potato. What? You haven't heard of Frank Zappa? Of course I have, but um, I I know. I think I've ever listened to anything by Frank Zappa. Well, I I know when he died, uh, Ryko had released fifty-two albums by uh, Frank Zappa, or one a week for the rest of your life, if you will. We could do a Frank Zappa podcast. <laughs> well, one week for saying I'm going to die in a year. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if this is how I find out, I mean, it's... <laughs> I'm sorry, as your doctor, I know it was supposed to be more personal. Shit. It's but worse I than that guy I had that found out from that, out. Sh- that sheet at the roundabout last week. Well, you know, <sighs> that doctor deserved, you know, to be sued by at least me. Because, <sighs> what a dick. Yeah. Oh well. So yeah, Malady is compared to Jack the Ripper. We already mentioned that. Moving on. Yes. Uh, Amalia and uh, Penance go to visit Myrtle. Oh yeah. Afflicted with uh, speaking every language in the world with no control. Yeah. Also, her understands English. Doesn't speak it. Yes. Now that's a wonderful, a wonderful line later. Where she says she does speak English, just not with her mouth. <laughs> yeah. What a wonderful way to word it. Also, she has very familiar looking parents. Are we calling them parents? I don't yeah. even know. Uh, and they are both dicks, but I didn't really write much. No. Uh, oh, because <laughs> I then look and go, no, you've literally written her parents are dicks, <laughs> but, but not really any details. Yeah, because other they- than her mum thinks like. She's possessed by the devil or something. Yeah, and then they start blaming it on foreigners or something because um, there were acrobats and they had a monkey. Like, oh. I, bl- I mean, 
not since Hot Fuzz in my head have I heard the word jugglers. Yeah. I don't even know if they use the word juggler, but in my head, I'm like, oh, oh filthy jugglers. I'd say, they, <laughs> I'd say it was the most fun interaction in this episode was just dealing with the horrible dick parents, but I did enjoy it. I uh, think... <clears throat> I think... Um, there are some great bits of business in this episode. Yeah. But they are so fleeting. Yeah. Like, uh, we're not there yet, but I'm going to throw one out now. When Augie is talking to, I don't know, his sex pest friend, Hugo, is that yes. his name? Um, and uh, he gets handed some wine and he doesn't want to drink it. But then he sips it and he goes, <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, oh, what a nice little touches. It's, yeah. yeah. It's up there with the bit I sent you before. With uh, <laughs> where the detective is talking to Hugo again, and he gets Katie to leave. That's just she's no one. No offense to Katie. Yeah. Uh, but he gets Katie to leave, and the detective goes, "Don't leave the uh, don't leave the yeah. theater." And she goes, "I could never leave the theater." <laughs> yeah, you sent me that clip, and I was just like, at this point, I hadn't watched this, and I was like, the "Hell is this from? <laughs> why am I watching? Why am I watching this like ten second clip?" <laughs> I don't know why, but that little bit of business where she talks like a posh person yeah. is the greatest thing I'd seen all, all week. It made me very happy. But maybe I just had a very bad week. Who knows? No. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, Amalia possibly has anxiety, or she does something to stop having an attack of some kind. Yeah, and the finger's good. Uh, with the finger thing. Which is weird, because I do that, but it's not an anxiety thing. I started that as a... Uh, finger strengthening thing for playing guitar years ago and i find it very relaxing in a rhythmic way i do it all the time i'm very bad for that to the point that that's why i tend to sit on my hands when i podcast because otherwise you hear dull thudding noises of my fingers tapping together all right um my fingers go like that when i've had too much coffee and i you know part where i have too much coffee then i can't stop moving and i can't sit down that's when my fingers don't stop moving like that I mean, I'm pretty sure you need to write that down. That's lyrics to your song, that is, right there. <laughs> that's no. your uh, that's your modern... Remember when the street band uh, did that song, Toast? We've got mm-hmm. a lovely bit of toast. White bread, brown bread, bit of lovely bit of butter. No? Oh, no, I couldn't do that. No, that would annoy me. I don't, that want, was, I don't, uh, I don't want to be that. Well, but you know who that the lead singer of street band was? No. If I remember rightly, it was... Paul Young. Mm. It was every time you go away is Paul Young. (laughs) 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 Just before people know who he was. And yeah, Mm. he just does a commoner's muck talk song. Who does he think he is? Dry cleaning? Come on, kids, I'm really cool. I'm a cool man. (laughs) That kind of... I find that kind of song are Mm. always awful. Except, I would say, and it's not exactly that, but um, hit me with your rhythm sticks, an exception to that rule, because it's kind of just talking. I mean, Ian Jury does lots of talk singing, yeah. but so does Johnny Cash, dude. Yeah, I mean, Boy Named Sue is just a talk sing song. Yeah, but they get away with it for some reason. Hmm. But everything else... Can I- 
Right. Well, yeah. well, well, we're accidentally on break. Yeah. I, I need to tell you, this is not for, for podcast, but you, okay. but I want to know how much you fucking hate it. Uh-huh. You've still got Apple Music, haven't you? So I need to find this through Spotify and you'll just have yeah. to search for it. Uh-huh. But um, hold on. I'm sure I'm right. And that it's called, it is, it is exactly what I said it was. <clears throat> Look for an album called New Long Leg by a band called New Dry Cleaning. Long. New Long Leg by, uh, not by Dry Cleaning, yeah. Yes, I have it here. Okay. I want you to listen to that and see how much you hate it. Okay, I will add it. Can't listen to it just now, you can't, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure you could press play and it wouldn't which, hang up. Which track? Any track? You know what? The I believe the first single was Scratch Card Lanyard, so you might as well listen to the first track. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Can you hear that? No. I can Can hear you? It. That's the important part. I'm liking the bass. Well, that's the thing. The music's pretty good. But if you don't like talk singing... I... All right, I'm not going to listen to it just now because it's a bit loud in my ears and I need to speak to you over the top of it. Yes. And uh, I'd say I'm barely 30 seconds in. I don't mind that as much. I think it's men doing talk singing I don't like. <laughs> you're, like you're like, you know what my favourite song was? Is it, uh, is it, um, um, I can't remember what it's called. Shit. Is it, is it Money by Broken Lizard? Was that what that was called? You know what I'm saying? No. You know, the best things in... The Flying Lizards. Oh, yeah, that. You know? Okay. Yeah. The best things in life are free. That's but fair. you can give them to the birds and the bees. I want money. money. Amalia has, uh, uh, gets a glimpse of the future uh, in a turn, which just has her laying on the floor, looking up at a couple of kids. Yes. Um, Myrtle is chained up because, like I've said before, her parents are dicks. Yeah. Um, and then almost instantly, considering she was chained up, uh, some people try to kidnap her. Yes. Um, um during this fight scene as well, <laughs> I was just like, oh, well, look at that. Cause her first, other than getting sort of punched and then looking up and then going back in and having a proper, proper scuffle with them. Mm-hmm. The first thing she does to one of the guys is do a wrestling move, like a schoolboy roll up. If you were going mm-hmm. for a pin. Yeah. And I was like, oh, look, there's wrestling moves. And then two minutes later, the young kid does shout to his dad, she'd done a wrestle. And I was like, yeah, she did do a wrestle. Oh, so that was cool. But I don't know, right? They don't magically learn how to fight. So, and I know there are people, later on they mention shit, but she yeah. seems to be much more skilled than someone who's been fighting for like two or three years. Uh, so three years of... Fighting with powers, and I say I think this is possibly. I think going to come to her whole second personality. That's just this mental fighter thing. Taps I mean, into you, that. you say that, but I'm pretty I, sure if everyone only has one turn, and her turn yeah. is she can see the future, then I, don't know. I think she likes beating people up beforehand. And it just stops her seeing visions of the future while she's punching people. <laughs> so she occasionally just kicks fuck out of people so she doesn't have to worry about her visions. Why would beating it's like people a, up make you suicidal? 
Well, no, that's a di- we haven't seen what the, what that's got to do with anything yet. Yeah. Right? I mean, that could be beside the point. I mean, <sighs> we shall see. We will. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, she could be, you know, the 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 mirror to Malady, who was obviously yeah. getting taken away in the old, yeah, you know, to the asylum. They could both be crazy. It's just she can hide it better. Yeah. Because, you know, there's plenty of people out there who hide the fact they're fucking psychotic. Yeah. I mean, look at me. (laughs) But, uh... Oh, Oh, sorry. No, no, I was going to say, I don't know, you know, because actually in the real, in the really real world, um, in the really real world... Uh, uh, suffragettes were t- taught jujitsu back in the day. Yeah, you know that. That's that's a cool fact. Right. And I like to think that she was a suffragette, and that's where she learned all that shit. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. We'll find but, out. Um, I see. We see some of uh, Penn's gadgets and things here, like a weird, like tape measure thing that turns into handcuffs. Yeah, that was real cool. I like that yeah. design a lot. And then she handcuffs that man. And then he's definitely dead a couple of seconds later. Because <laughs> they go oh, yeah, crashing through that window. Jumps, she, yeah, using him as a mattress. Yeah, it's like a crash man just flat in his face. It's like, yeah, he's he's definitely dead. Like, but it just, is yeah. it is shot so far like it's a PG, right? Even though we're on HBO. Yeah, but right? then... It's not really... there. No, there's yet to be a swear word yeah. until they get back. Yes. And then, um, and then the doctor's like, "That's fucking amazing." Yeah, and then somebody else and says, he, "Fucking," and then Nick Frost says, "Cunt." Yes, and then and then Malady says, "Cunt" to yeah. a child. Yeah, Ugh. Eve had a cunt to a child. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and you know what? And there's some tips right. for good measure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I was going to say yeah. there was a penis, but there's not penis in this. There was a penis in something else I watched recently. No. Gay porn, yeah, definitely, but this, no, that's not that's not it. No. What was all? The, what were all the dongs in that I watched? There was a <laughs> dong fest going on in one of the a TV show I watched recently. Ooh. I don't know. Not sure. I don't know. I mean, it, <laughs> you're not sure. Of course not. We don't watch TV together. No, but I'm not sure what what you would be watching that would have penises in. Oh no, a lot of TV shows now seem to be like. Trying to even the score after years of naked women. Oh, is this so I like, feel like it was just another HBO show. Is this like they all have to do that now because Game of Thrones had like just tits in it everywhere. Well, I mean, no, but back in the day when season one of Game of Thrones came out, HBO had a rule that you had to have tits in every episode. I mean, that's insane. That's, that's quite a rule. That that's how times have moved on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I didn't even realize that Cinemax you know, uh, is owned by HBO as well. Because yeah. that is just, that's still tits and arse central. Tits. <sighs> so, I watching with all them dongs in. I honestly can't remember. It's dri- I, It would drive me mad, but it obviously wasn't good enough to worry about. So, so anyway. After she's come out this window and they've regrouped outside and they've got their brollies. Yep. And they have a bit more of a fight with these weird mask dudes. She yep. does then seemingly stab a man in the throat 
And oh, yeah, then, he dies. And then electrocute him. The electrocution seemed excessive because he'd already just been stabbed in the throat. Here's a weird thing, right? The shot, her brolly electrocutes him, right? Yeah. She does a flick of the wrist and, like, the, the, the brolly bit itself flies away. And you see something left behind. And I watched it a few times and I'm like, if they want me to know what this fucking thing is, there is not a hope in hell. No. It looks like a bike chain almost. It doesn't even mm. look like a gun or you're like, what the fuck is it supposed to be? Mm. No idea. Oof. But, um, <clears throat> so, yeah, but so yeah, you... no, I do have a note that says Amalia kills three people. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. what is this? Uh, yeah. Penance has good gadgets and the dialogue gray day. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the carriage is uh, steampunk with a, uh, 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 and the driver is like just a yeah. camera. Yeah. Cause I was gonna, I thought, and a hidden it, car flies out the back. Because even when they're chasing it, before we realise that it's a robot driver thing or whatever. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, I keep buzzing. Um, much like all these carriage chases that you've seen in other things as well, I always sit mm. there and think, you've got guns and you're just shooting the back of the carriage. Shoot the fucking driver. It never, just a, it just annoys me. Just Okay, it's fiction. It's not going to be real. But come on, just somebody, one of them just think once, hey, let's shoot the driver. But they don't. Um, they whip his cloak off and he's a weird cage robot camera thing. Yes. Um, so yeah, so then... I said, I, I said I didn't realise what year or whatever it was, but... Yeah, well, by this of, point, as I say, it's eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, and all of a sudden I'm just like, so I don't know when I can't. I don't know when cars were invented, but did she just invent the car? Because yeah, they make their getaway by one of mm-hmm. Penance's. There's like, only eight yeah. apparently cars. Yeah, mentioned in passing. Yeah. Um, and also, how yeah. shit shit would cars be if I was a driver and the passenger sat in front of me? That would be shit. Yeah, but, you know, that was the... As I say, it's a prototype. She said that. Yeah. It's not her fault. Um, yeah. But, yeah, hidden car, very low to the ground. Steering wheel seems to be fucking psychotic. I I, I, I don't like driving cars with the wheels they've got, let alone yeah. this thing that she's rocking. Yeah. And then Amalia takes another turn, and she knows that they're going to the opera. And only yes. now did the credits begin. And know, we've been and talking about this for an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> I think they learned this <laughs> thing from, like, Ubisoft games, where, like, I said, playing um, Assassin's Creed, um, the Viking one, yeah, that's when I suddenly mm. realised that I'd been playing it for like, almost three hours, climbing up all these things. And then all of a sudden the camera pans back and it comes up saying, Assassin's Creed. I'm like... This is only the end of the fucking credits, and yet I've been on this bloody island for three hours, and now TV's TV's doing the same bloody thing. Oh, dear me! So, right, we come back to an exposition dump, and I'm just gonna read what I've written because I don't remember what I've written. So here we go. Malady is a killer. Um, yep. does she have a turn? No one seems to know. Uh, we do by the end of this episode. Yeah, it was glowing eyes. Or at least she has glowy <laughs> eyes. Yeah. 
<laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. She might not even be particularly strong. She just might be a psychopath. Um, oh. uh, ter- uh, turns have uh, only been given to people in the lower, uh, lower in the class system. Um, what are the hourglasses for? Yeah, well, I got that. Like, they keep turning over hourglasses and thumping them down, and there's no real reason to that. I thought the the first time he does it, it's a case of, right, my turn to speak, this is how long I get. And I'm like, okay, is that what they're doing? And then the rest of them just start thumping over and slamming them down, and then not talking. I'm like, Mm. let's get annoying. You see, one of them, or his one, had like a red felt bit on top. I was like, yeah. does that mean something? Like, no, because the other ones had like white bits. Of... I, I don't know. It was just that was annoying. Yeah, no, it just seemed very strange. Unless the idea is, as long as there's some sand going through, he's allowed to talk. Like, if yeah. he's talking and swaying them, and she's like, yeah, sure, you can carry on talking, which doesn't make sense because what if you've got nothing left to say? Mm-hmm. No, I've said everything. Yeah, but you can talk for another two minutes. Yeah, yeah but I've got nothing to say. Talk yeah. or I, I kill well, you. We find well. He we find out. We don't find out here what his name is. We just know him as Top Hat Man from the start. I mean, um, we it, Lord Masson. Do they say his name? Okay, well, I, must, I, I don't know if they do or not. But I wrote it down. I I uh, when I was doing this because there's so many characters, I just wrote their names every time. Otherwise, what the fuck do you, is going to happen? You know what I mean? There's yeah. 20 main characters in this. Yeah. So well, yes, yeah, so he's played by Pip Torrens. Who, um, yeah, whose latest thing that I've seen him in was um, he was in The Force Awakens as uh, Colonel Kaplan. There you go. Is he? Uh, he's obviously Imperial, right? Yeah, uh, he's on one that got black uniform with a weird hat thing. Um, yeah, but other than that, he's done <laughs> one of his first roles was uh, as PC Monkhouse in six episodes of the Lenny Henry Show. Um, he was in the movie Patriot, Patriot Games. He's in the remains of the day, isn't he? Um, believe so. He was in two um, two Ruth Rendells. Um, it's really weird. You've you've missed a really important one out that I think one? people would care. He played Hair Star in Preacher. No, I didn't yeah, even see the, Preacher unless I skipped that with the one eye. Because I've written <laughs> the ones I've written down. He's like two soldier soldiers, two peak practice, a casualty. Two Poirots, five Bills. He played two different police officers on the bill. Okay, good for him. But I think that's weird. Um, he was in Centrinians 2, which comes up again in somebody else's credits. Uh, six Coronation Streets. Law and Order UK. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, but it was just remakes of Law and Order, uh, basically. Oh, well, he, he, was in, he was in a chunk of them. Yeah, because I feel like he was uh, one of the barristers with the nice wigs. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, so he's been in stuff. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway, back to back to their table. Electricity is evil. Burger. Shake mm. your fist. Coal. That's where it's at. They don't mention coal, but I'm just guessing. Yeah, and uh, it's important to say that even though we haven't seen the event yet that gave everyone these turns, uh, yeah. Lord Masson sees it as a terror attack on on England. Yes, because he definitely doesn't look at the uh, as uh, the UK as being British, does he? No, he is very much. This is England. This is this is a real. This is England. Kind of. <laughs> it's also that it, it turns out not to really just be attacked against England. It's 
just London. Yeah, no, it's yeah. But then anyone, as he does say, yeah, a few people travelled away, and then yeah, yeah, and then obviously they're in other countries with turns. Yeah. So, Oof. and not everyone was affected, as I say. So, no. Yeah. Anyway, Detective Monday in the underground yeah. investigating a potential malady murder. <gasps> it's like Midsummer Murders. I've written down his car. His character is grizzled cop Frank Mundy, who gets the job done no matter what the cop cost, acts tough, but cares too much. He is basically the same character that um, we mentioned him earlier. Legolas, married to Katy Perry. Orlando Bloom. Uh, He's basically the same character Orlando Bloom is in um, that Carnival Row TV show. Which is... Carnival Row, which is very much like this, but with fairies and shit. Yeah. You know? What, yeah. If, what if they weren't turns? What if they were just fairies? fairies. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, played by Ben Chaplin. <coughs> um, an episode of Casualty. Two episodes of Soldier, Soldier. Not the same two as the other guy. Um, <laughs> Hold on, are you was... talking about Ben Chaplin? Yes. From Game On. Yeah, but he was only in season one of Game On, not season two. Yeah, because he left because he was yeah. going to be in, and then he's in. Um, he's the love interest in the Truth About Cats and Dogs. That yeah. was popular, wasn't it? Also in the uh, the Thin Red Line, but then everyone was in that at some point. Yes, pretty sure we were to in the, it. To the point that uh, you know, I'm in that scene with John Travolta, the one that's basically cut out. Yeah, because Terence Malick, bless him. Didn't know who John Travolta was when he was looking at dailies. <laughs> he's like, he's got so many famous people in his film, he doesn't yeah. even know who he's cutting out anymore. Oh. He's just like, oh, whatever. I did motion capture for a bit of grass. Oh. <laughs> you swayed beautifully. Don't let anyone <laughs> to, tell you you didn't. I had to get method. I spent months just standing in the wind. <laughs> it oh. was you, Bobby Monaghan, John Gabris. I thought you were going to say Bobby Moore for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone really is in that movie. Yeah, Bobby oh. Bobby Moore, but bizarrely, he was dressed like Bobby Moynihan in that um, David S. Pumpkin sketch. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And and after every take, you slapped him on the ass, and he went, "Ooh, poppy." <laughs> oh. It- <clears throat> so yeah, so you were saying about Frank Mundy. Oh yeah, so um he's uh he's got a potential malady murder, but it's a copycat because as he yeah. points out, she can spell. Yes. Um I then made a note here. Well I said first swear word, but it isn't, because obviously they've already gone home by that point. Oh yeah. it's uh it's a, I've, it's, well, what does he say? Oh, because he calls himself the fucking angle of death. Yeah. So, well, I think well I missed that because to me, I thought the first swear word was a doctor because I think that one hit home more. I completely missed mm. the whole again, angle, of, yeah, no. angle of death. Yeah. The fucking angle of death he describes him as. Mm. Um, but it's weird because at this point, this show feels like an episode of Doctor Who without the doctor in it. Yeah. And I, that isn't a, that's not a bad thing. I like mm. Doctor Who, but it is. It does feel like it's just taking a lot from other things. Like when you watch Buffy, and admittedly that was now twenty five years ago. Yeah. But when you watch Buffy, even though it was a sequel slash remake of a film, it still felt original. 
Yeah. This does feel mm. very much a thousand things borrowed from a yeah. thousand things mashed together. I'm, I'm always just do a lot of other stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't really do this without thinking Jules Verne anyway, right? Yeah. True. Or, God forbid, Back to the Future 3. Still never seen that. You know. It's too late now, isn't it? They've all died. There's there's no way to watch it. I mean, (laughs) apart from Christopher Lloyd, who was in that movie Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Is that out or what? Because I was thinking about that the other day. I thought, I remember seeing the trailer. And then heard um, nothing else since, and yet I do really want to see it. It is out to watch in America, but it is not out here until the 20th of May. Mm. No. Um, mm. Yeah. So obviously there's no way for you uh, to see it. Oh, so, yeah, here we go. Yeah, so, s- s- yeah sorry. No, where you go? Yeah, yeah, so he's angry. Are you waiting to move on from Frank Mundy? Or yes, we, no, we're yeah. getting, we are getting to the doctor bit. Which yeah, I, again, yeah. we're going to go back to this car thing. They're driving back to the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Now you say there's only eight cars or whatever. Yeah. So people do not react appropriately to them driving through them with a car to get yes, back to the true. orphanage. And even this, okay, we're closer to the orphanage now, so these are people who know that she invents shit. But still, no one reacts to that fucking car. And it just annoyed me. Ugh. Yeah, no, it is weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we meet Amalia. No, 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 start again. Amalia, Prudence and Myrtle return. They meet the Doctor and Primrose, brackets, large. Yes. Uh, Anna Devlin. <laughs> and they talk security. Yeah. Um, what is this note I've written that literally begins with the word note? Oh, note. They're taught self-defense without using their turns. Oh, yeah, that's a very heavy oh, yeah. piece of exposition that they yeah. say at one point. The woman with the the gloves. Yeah. Who at one point says, if you could look a man in the eye, you can stab him in it. Yeah, it's like... Oh, like, he's okay. daddy, like she's daddy the drug dealer in Withnall now. It's like, calm down. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, she going to dose someone? Exactly. Oh, mm. um, I did think it was a very clever piece of um, perspective because, see, she was saying to that, um, to Primrose, and you're not, you're not too big for a spanking sort of thing, and you think, oh, it's just because she seems older than, like, the other kids knocking about. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, God's back later on, and you see that she's a giant, and you're like, Okay, that comment before makes a lot more sense now. So, well done. Mm. Uh, Yeah. But I find that that shot, when you see her and the camera is close in on her, you do feel like she is big. There is something weird that you sort of get the vibe that that's going to be what it is. See, I just got the whole thing. Oh, like she's just, for some reason, she's there, but she's just older than all the other orphanage kids. Mm. And I thought that's odd that she seems to be the the oldest orphan. <laughs> now she's twenty weird. foot tall. Yeah, um, um, and that is, quite and she's also a- probably the youngest one there because obviously the next thing that happens, or one of the next things that happens, is yeah. that Myrtle is introduced to Primrose, and they yeah. mention that Primrose doesn't have any one that her age, her same age. But that's it's. I see because I thought she was older, and then the voice that she's doing does seem to be more like a higher pitch, sort of more childlike, which is odd. 
And then, mm-hmm. like I was saying, it was a good um, sort of perspective shot. And then she stands up, and the special effects for her being giant just aren't that great. No, but if all of this was shut down and then made on yeah. someone's home laptop... Yeah, fair enough. Y- you know what I mean? I mean I didn't, I, but like I, I said, I, we said at the beginning, yeah. the CG is poor. But if the CG was all done during lockdown yeah. and while the director had walked away... I think you're doing okay. Yeah. I mean I mean there's nothing to complain about. It's just <laughs> it just it was it was more glaring than It's just it the probably, amount of money they've obviously yeah. spent on this show. Yeah. It's strange that they didn't get the extra money into the Yeah. CGI. Yeah. That's, but, yeah, hey, that's probably, anyway. but that that was probably the most sort of glaring like not wrongness. It, just, it was probably the most obvious. It just seemed kind of misplaced, but it was fine. Yeah, I'm still don't... enjoying. Can still, I'm still in. So. Um. Anyway, so uh, they talk about that exposition, and then yeah. True asks for uh, the Doctor to get hold of the Beggar King. Beggar King. And uh, they're like, "That's not how that works." Anyway, cut to make it work. Right? We've now yep. had two swear words. Yeah. But it still feels... I mean, three people have been killed by our main female protagonist. But we've not seen still, blood or anything. We've just... No, no, no. It still yeah. feels very PG, right? Yeah. Cut yeah. to boobs and the aftermath of Bacchanalia. For the, per- <laughs> for the pervs out there, 25 minutes and 50 seconds, boobs. Mm. But, you know, sleeping boobs, not like, yeah. you know... And, uh, I mean, still gratuitous boobs. Yeah. Completely unnecessary boobage, but still. Yeah. You get to see man boobs as well. There's a passed out man next to them as well. So. Yeah, he's got like a skeleton painted on him. Which, Equal you know, opportunities boobs. Yeah, mm. but you know, if it's HBO and they want it so bad, they should have yeah. the sheet up for him so you can see his cock and balls and the yeah. sheet down for her so you can see her boobs. <laughs> 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 and then a guy in the middle just going, and Anyway. The guy, he also gets his uh, Victorian-era healthy morning dose of cocaine. So we have drug use as well. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we level up pretty quickly in this little, uh, as I say, the back and early a bit. Yeah. Oggy uh, turns up, thinks uh, the crows are sad. <laughs> and you yes. go, that can't be his turn. That he knows yeah. how animals feel. That'd be fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah, we never really find out what his deal is. We just know that he's... No, we all, we only we know he's got something after the whole singing bit. And also, I just suddenly thought of this. You see him fall over when it lands on him. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't see it land on his sister. But I like to feel like... I feel, I'm starting to think that maybe she's got it too. Yeah. Is she going to walk? Is that just going to be the... Is she going to be like Professor X? Yeah, she's... Yeah, as soon as I saw the like the, the opening thing and I saw her in a wheelchair, mm. I just went, oh, well, you know where he's got this idea from. I mean, uh, she does have an orphanage for the gifted already. Yeah. No, I, I Yeah, but I think it's going to turn out that she's just... She's not got anything at all, and she's going to be really bitter about the fact she didn't get shit, except she's got no legs. Well, she has legs, they just don't work. Maybe it's because she's too wrapped up, though. I feel like she always wears hats and gloves and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's not wearing clothes. To... 
Yeah, it did good, didn't it? I was yeah, it went through it that. Did seem to imp- clothes. It did seem to aim for the forehead a lot, but it also did go through clothes. And it went to like it hit important areas though on so in some cases, right? Yes. So like like Mary, it hit her throat and now she sings with. Yeah. So mm. I was like I don't care. Um anyway. So yeah, well, he's played by Tom Riley. Who's, oh yeah, uh, tell us. He tell was us in, about uh, Tom well, Riley. I've, I've only got two credits. I got, <laughs> got bored of writing down credits by this point. Almost as mm. bored as the people listening to me reading credits. Um, it was Inside Number Nine. He was in one of those, and yeah, he uh-huh. was also in St. Trinian's Two. Did he play Russell Brand's dad? Even though he's twenty years younger than him. No idea. But I say, I I, who thought those movies were a good idea? That's ridiculous. I don't know. I mean, <sighs> I can't remember anyone who was in any of them. No. Oh no! Isn't it? Isn't it? No, it's not Colin Firth. Is it Rupert Everett? Maybe does the the Alistair Sim plays the headmistress? Remember no that Alistair Sim used to play the the headmistress in that. Yeah. You know, not trans. Just the no. character is a woman. Yeah. But it's played by a man. And I'm sure Rupert Everett played that character okay. in the remake. Yeah. Oh, and I feel like um, the woman with the crazy eyes. Ophelia Loverbond? I feel like she's in those. No, I don't think that's... You do! You know, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy... The woman who doesn't like Benicio del Toro and tries to blow him up. She's like pink. Okay, yeah. Yeah, her. Mm. There you go. She also took over on uh, elementary for a while from mm. Lucy Liu because she was busy making something or something. Anyway. Uh... What did I see that Lucy Liu just um, joined? Um, I think Shazam 2, apparently. Yeah, there you go. I'm glad they're getting somewhere with Shazam too. I mean, fucking yeah. hell. I know we're, we've had a pandemic and shit, but there doesn't seem to be much going on. Of the, you know, wasn't that like four years ago they made that fucking film? Could easy be. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yes, um, Doctor. Oh, yeah. Yes, so Oggy wants to bring oh. Hugo along with him. To, uh, because his sister wants to take Prue and True to the opera. Yeah. Uh, and Oggy needs backup. Uh, and he asks Hugo Swan, uh, yeah. who agrees if Oggy joins his, I mean, sex club? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the, oh, what they call it? The Theremin Club or something. He's like, here, have a, uh, an ivory tusk token. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Doc fixes up Amalia, uh, they give each other eyes, and share a moment. Yeah. Oh yeah, which is odd, considering his wife now has disappeared, did she, and, yeah. Did, she killed what, is him. It's his powers being single. Um. It's been three years. Yeah. I mean, you know. But Saying that, right? didn't accept his voodoo They magic. do the close friends thing with, uh, Prue and True as well. Um. I'm not suggesting, you know, yeah. anything. But I do find that you go, I think Prue likes True more than True likes Prue. 
I will go back to my theory that half of True likes uh, her, and the other half is mentalless that we've not seen yet. Well, if you're right about that, I will make sure to buy you a Christmas present this year. Nah, fuck it. I'm probably wrong. (laughs) I mean, we're going to find out. I mean, I need to start saving up for Christmas real early this year. Last year was a fuckfest of just giving up. You know what I mean? So it's all gone wrong, guys. No, but I think it was better just doing little stuff. Because I'm going to even go to say, Mum, that year, I'm like, don't buy me half. Like, I always buys a lot of. Well, she's not in the house just now, so I can see it. What a junk mm-hmm. Christmas stuff. And I'm just going to say, look, now last year we just kept it simple and we just got like one normal present. Let's just mm-hmm. do one present for everyone and that's it. Yeah. So, because I don't really need any more personalised fleece things that I'm never going to wear outside the house. So, um, yeah, Bigger King. Oh, yeah, he's up. unhappy. Yeah. Uh, uh, and nothing except his marriage is uh, is exclusive. Yes. Now, quick bit. Uh, we haven't mentioned how lovely uh, Prudence is, generally speaking. So w- when he's like threatening the pair of them, he goes, again. "The the inventor." No, penance. Uh, did I not say yeah? Oh yeah. yeah, sorry, I meant penance, and then obviously yeah, sorry, yeah. The big girl has confused me and mixed my yes. notes together. She's primrose, yeah, primrose, yeah. But uh, penance, you know, yes. the way she, uh, when he says uh, nothing apart from my marriage is excluded, she goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, when uh, the the woman earlier in the dress with the long sleeves with the gloves says, mm. if you can look a man in the eye, you can stab him in it. She does go, but don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good advice. Don't do that. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have a bit of a back and forth. Uh, see, this has ruined anything, because Penance, Adair, yeah. I, I keep writing her name as Prue, which is not what her name is. Her name yeah. is Pen, like Pen and Teller. Yeah. That's, that's not as good as Prue and True. No. Uh, it's ruined everything for me. I don't like this show anymore. Uh, Throw it out. (laughs) Rubbish. Yeah, let's stop talking about it. We've already been going an hour and 40 minutes. Jesus Christ. Um, Um, Yeah, so... So anyway, yeah. uh, So uh, Penance uh, appeases him uh, with the promise of a payment of a car. Yeah, Uh, well... It was pretty good at that point where he said, oh, yeah, get us the crown jewels, and they sort of pause, and he's just like, shit, you know, what? Yeah, you're actually going to steal shit. So even he's like, although he's coming off as a hard man, he's still wary of him. But also, like, I don't know what these girls can do, but the fact that they're kind of hinting they could go and steal the crown jewels, only fact that was pretty cool. Yes, and I like the bit uh, which I've already mentioned, where he gets out and he's like, "I could fuck you up," and she couldn't give a shit. Yeah, and he gets really unnerved, and then right, his number two. Is a yeah. brainless prick, and he goes, "Oh, you're going to scare me, daft cunt!" Yeah. Which definitely, you do not talk to your boss that way. No. When your boss is it's a knife wielding psych- yeah. psychopath, it's just, 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. At this point, I was like, oh, no, please don't cut his fingers off on screen. I've, I've got weird sensitivities when it comes to cutting off fingers. But it cuts mm. away, so it's fine. Yeah. <sighs> this is a very, rest- I mean, no, I mean, it's a pretty restrained pilot, right? Considering mm. they've squeezed in some boobs and a few swear words. No blood. Not well, really, right? You don't really see much of anything. You're supposed to have that blood painted on the wall, but... Uh, yeah, really but it's pig's blood. blood. They already yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah, there's some cuts and bruises, but... Yeah. You know, so the, the body thing that's got can supposed to have been eaten about by rats didn't look that gross, and it was hard to tell what was going on. So I couldn't even tell it was a woman. They yeah. kept saying it was a woman. I'm like, is it? Prove <laughs> <laughs> it. Shows her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a woman, then you can't show me the cock. Yeah. Show me her uh, rat gnawed <laughs> boobs. This is HBO. Show me the cock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, to the opera. Yes. Um, True's finger tapping anxiety or whatever is back. Uh, Hugo sees Mary Brighton, important. Yes. Uh, Augie and his sister, whose name I have forgotten, meet a psychoanalyst, which is very important because we didn't mention earlier around the table with uh, Lord Massey, whoever his name was. Yeah. We didn't mention that when they were talking about Malady... She only kills psychoanalysts. And then we meet a person who introduces himself as a psychoanalyst. And you're like, well, he's dead. Yeah. And she kills (laughs) Devil Thing and he was an actor. Yeah, but that was coincidental. Oh. Because she (laughs) does say, no, no, she does say, I killed a devil, but I came for an angel. And he was the angel because... I the man thought... with the steampunk gun. She tells him to shoot the angel. Oh, see, I thought... The singer, she, she knew nothing about. It is pure coincidence. Uh, okay, I thought the singer was the angel. She no, she didn't, she didn't know she was there. That's just a bonus. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the sister, um, Lavinia. Lavinia Bidlow. Yes, thank oh, you, yeah. Lavi to her pals. <laughs> Wet she, Lavi. She hates that, though. I'm just nipping to the lavy. The weird thing is, right? Lavy plus Bidlow sounds a bit like B Day. B Day, yeah. Very, so, um, very plumbing centric. Uh, it's a very plumbing centric uh, family. Uh, so it's played by <laughs> Olivia Williams. Indeed. So, From the Sixth Sense. Yes. And uh, an episode of Vandervalk. She was in two Ruth Randall mysteries as well. Right, hold on. <laughs> Vandervalk, that's obviously new Vandervalk, right? No. Well, it's not no. old Van it's one, it's one of our it's one of our first credits. When was old Van Der Okay, when when you when we're talking about old that's actually the reboot though of old Van Der Velk, right? No, this is one of our first credits. Yeah, but back, what year is, bef- is it? I can't remember, but this is before Ruth Rendell Mysteries that she was in. Okay, but Van Der Velk started in the 70s, didn't it? Oh, wow. Well, the theme tune to Van Der Velk my dad had on a seven inch from like 1967. So <laughs> all I'm saying is it has to be a 1990s Vandervelk. This is, you know, when we talk about Columbo and the nineties episodes okay. being the quote unquote Why new ones. I did, 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 did. 1992. Okay. 
Cool. Well, I thought it was funny. Oh, so it must be the reboot of Re- Ruth Randall Mysteries as well, because that was definitely 80s or something. Yeah, hey, there's another reboot of Vandervelk since then, because that, oh. that dude from... Well, I um, did not know stuff. there was reboots and things. Yeah, there's like... Uh. There's at least three seasons, or three different eras of Vandervelk now. And you know the worst part? New Vandervelk doesn't even use the theme tune. Ugh, Jesus at God. which point, why even be Vandervelk? No, just be... Just be <laughs> Valk. Just be a fucking British cop in Amsterdam for no fucking yeah. reason. Oh, and she was also, oh, because uh, they didn't hire a Danish person. Anyway... Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and also, she was also uh, Moira McTaggart in X Men Last Stand. Yeah, she was, but she's only so, in like the end credits, right? Yeah, no. it's, unc- it's uncredited, but it's, yeah. she was still in it. Mm. Uh, yeah, and she's Wheelchair Woman from the start. So that's like, so it wasn't a misdirect at all. And it was like, oh, it kind of focused on her, then looks at the dude who turned out to be Augie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you go. Well, yeah, that's why I pointed out she was the woman at the start. I know, but I'm just saying this is start. this is I'm just saying this is the point that I realised that I was like, oh, <laughs> there you go. Mm. So, so anyway, right? There's a lot of heavy exposition going on at the opera, basically. Yeah, and I haven't written it all down for a change because we've been going too long. So, Malady kills a devil when she was looking for an angel. Yes. Um, now I know this is on a stage. But it is remarkable how theatrical it feels, everything that's going on. Yeah. It feels like someone is re- just filming a play from the seats almost. Yeah, because well, all the, the camera angles of her are, do tend to be like they are looking up. Yeah, and they're like all static. When, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of this, I must admit, I did write somewhere, a lot of the shots in this show, for whatever reason, are static shots. Yeah. And then I thought about it, right? And I think the pilot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that Joss Whedon directed isn't very well done. The show no. definitely gets a lot better after that. Yeah. And he only does episode one. He never comes back. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he only does episode one. And yeah, I, maybe he's just shit at directing TV because the speed you got to work at. Yeah. Let's not move the camera. Don't have time. Just sit it down. Moving on. <laughs> I mean, let's face fact. We'll say it again. This show has been in the works for six years. Yeah. Nick Frost in this episode has the shaved head and big beard he had from that Kung Fu TV show he did. Right, yeah. Was it Into the Badlands? Yeah, that's the one. Right? And that was cancelled, like, three years ago. So fuck knows when they filmed his bits. No. Because you see him on Instagram, and he has a full head of hair, and he's clean-shaven, and he has been for over a year. Yeah. So. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Dear me. Um, yeah, anyway. Very theatrical. Uh... Uh, note, saying Eve had a cunt to a child, not cool. <laughs> I True. thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, I must admit as well. like the bad guy. But. Um, I don't know if you watched the little bit at the end after the episode where they were talking about costume design and stuff. Uh, no, I... But, um, um, yeah, no, um, 
they say that they designed Malady to be the first punk. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Just like smeared on makeup and kind of like. Though I don't know why she's got so much shit around her mouth. It's a little upsetting to me. No, that it it it's it almost like somebody went, oh, what? <laughs> what show am I thinking now? Where somebody like dipped their finger in like a chocolate milkshake and drew a moustache on someone? What was that from? Isn't that an episode of the IT Crowd? No, <laughs> it could be <laughs> something like that. No. But it does look like someone's just dipped their hand in some sort of oily shit and just smeared it on her face. I... Trying to give herself some sort of bandito moustache. Yeah, no, I've mixed that idea up with the one, the episode of IT Crowd where he gets chocolate pudding on his forehead. Oh, yeah. And keeps screaming out, it's not shit shit. to people. It's not shit! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Yeah. uh, Gives a speech, gets uh, bored. I like that the speech is building and building. Yeah. And it's good. It's she's a uh, Amy Manson's a good actor, right? Everything is like really strong, and then she's like, "Fuck it," or like, "Bugger it," or whatever, and just has a man shoot a gun shoot into a, a crowd. Bored <laughs> 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 now. I mean, saying that that's what Willow used to say in Buffy, but that's really how it came across. Yeah. Apart from, she's a lot higher energy because she was spinning around holding her hat on. Um, um, hmm? Yeah, I've just I've got a note, I've just got written down Evil Doctor, what's that about? Is that in this season? Oh no, sorry No, sorry, I'm skipping oh, ahead no, 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 he comes up, that's uh, that. I don't know if that's a fucking uh, I don't know if it's a cameo or not Because it's Dennis O'Hare From This Is Us and a bunch of other stuff yeah. But um, we'll get to him in a minute I think I've, my notes have become Mixed up it's cool because it's it's, that note's appearing before the singing I don't think the singing's happened when you know well never mind Mm. yeah so she just decides to start singing yeah no because the singing's now coming so here we go hold on Uh, stick with me Uh, yeah gets bored steampunk uh, oh I wrote steampunk final fantasy 7 guy Oh yeah, because the big the big guy in Final Fantasy VII used to have that one arm that was a gun. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. But I yeah. couldn't remember what his real name was because you could call him what you wanted, and I always called him Cunt Face. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I never used to change the names of characters in Final Fantasy, and I still don't know what he was called. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, Melody's henchwoman is a pyro, and she yeah. has some good one-liners, right? And she has her own poster, so I don't know if she's mm. secretly more important than other people. Yeah, because I haven't seen many one-shots. You know, that's well, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, it's just about just getting the interest and everything. But yeah, there are characters in there. You go, there's definitely more to these people, and yet we've seen nothing of them. Yeah. Oh, singing woman for a start. We know she's important. And yet, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I've seen her in other stuff, which is more than I can say for most of the people in this cast. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Anyway, so Mary Brighton's turn uh, seems to bring people with turns together. Yeah. Calms them, maybe, question mark? Because they all get kind of docile until Malady covers her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
Mm. Yeah, I never really noticed that. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, we we find out that Augie has a turn. Yeah. Because everyone's lighting up now. I don't think anyone can physically see this light. I feel like it's just people with the turns just that turns can, can sense see it. it. Yeah. Or we're seeing it from Penance's point of view because it's already been said that she can see energy. <laughs> can we go back? I've just had a sudden flashback to something. Mm-hmm. Right. Malady's up on stage giving her speech, right? And she's yep, like, yep, yep. right, guy's got his gun. I'm in control here. That one guy that just gets up to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, ah, no, I can sit back down. You can't. Nobody's leaving. But it's just funny. He just went, well, fucking enough of this shit. And just gets up and tries to walk out. Like, well, I do bold. know what, though. Bold. I think it's... But- I, I think it's more ballsy if he got up to leave and she went, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, go. okay. But no one uh, else. No. <laughs> he was the first one to think of it. He gets a pass. The rest of you, no. <laughs> learn learn from this. He could have told the story, but he won't know what the story is. No. You can't tell the story if you don't if you leave before the story is told. <laughs> or if he just he'd nipped out during her speech and she went, Well fair enough, we'll let him go. But then he'd just be nipped at the bathroom and he just sort of Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to take a oh, shit. Excuse me, excuse me, and sit, went and sat back down and went Sorry. I you were, I you love the idea that yeah, he, he, he leaves to take a shit, comes back and she waits till he sits down until <laughs> the guy fires into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> or he he's just never seen Faust before and thinks this is part of it. Uh, I mean, I think that's yeah. possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, well. um, uh, yeah, so Melody's henchwoman is a pyro. Mary Brighton, ter- uh, d- yeah, done that. Augie has a turn, said that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she shuts up uh, Mary <clears throat> and then sort of kidnaps her, sort of like impulsively. Yeah. Well, we think it's impulsively. Uh, True chases uh, Malady, yeah. uh, which another great penance bit, right? Which she jumps off the balcony and rips that guy's oh, yeah. arm off, and <laughs> penance just goes, "Oh, she fell! Oh, she fell! Oh. <laughs> but things she's already said we're going to go there because we're wanting these people to see that people with turns are just normal people, so we're going to be out in public." Mm-hmm. And they'll know that we've got things that they don't, and we'll just be fine. But then Ben's is still trying to cover it up. Yes. You're like, oh, no, no, that's the whole point of being out there. You're supposed to be out going, yeah, we've got... Again. Okay, she can jump on stages and be a bit sort of tough and things. Why don't you just sit up there and invent something? Cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why couldn't you have invented a ladder to help me get onto the stage rather than jump and risk twisting my ankle? Uh, True, but she does a nice parkour roll again. So yes. that man. But yeah, um, once uh, uh, True catches up with Malady, which involves throwing herself down the center of a staircase so that her dress slowly comes away. She's yeah. still fully clothed, doing like the petticoats or whatever yeah. you call it on the corset. Nice superhero um, landing like slows, as well. Yeah, it slows her down, and she does like the Iron Man landing. Yeah. Um, And then they have, I mean, no offence to anyone, the most basic fight I've ever seen. Yeah, considering like the first fight we saw, where obviously it was quick and fine space, but she still managed to do the whole wrestling stuff. And yeah, that was pretty good. This one was just a bit of a push and a slap. In fact, there's a bit as well. When she's fighting on the stage and she pulls off the guy's um, gun thing. Yeah. 
her finishing move to that guy before running off is just a slap to the face. Yes. <laughs> it's just this uh, 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 slap runs off. <laughs> You're like, well, okay. That's... I, I must admit, that slap is potent enough that he goes down like a bag oh, of yeah, shit. But it's just weird that it is just, just a slap. No, no, I mean, it's almost prisoner-esque, right? I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Has she got, like, is Prue giving her, like, poison palms or something? <laughs> oh. I just have some but, sort of um, weird, weird, um, like, knuckle duster thing at one point. But we didn't see what she did with it. She seemed to have some bit of machinery that mm-hmm. you could, like, hold in a fist. But then it's never used. It's just there for a second, and then it's like, no, oh, okay, we're not, okay. Yeah, no, we're, it's We're not of... using that take for whatever the fight was. Uh, but uh, yeah no so they have the fight you find out that Melody does have a turn because her eyes glow kind of red yeah but you don't really know what that turn is and you don't get time to find out because much like True Lies Pyro Woman fires a ball of fire at uh, True and she has to jump into some water while flames go over her head yes um (sighs) Because I assume we're running out of time. I don't really know, because it does seem to get very quick all of a sudden. Yeah. Detective Detective Mundy talks to Hugo, uh, finds out about Mary, and we find out that Hugo and Mundy work together uh, to, to help pay off Mundy's debts. I'm a little concerned by the term, you find me women. Yeah. Was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> That's, um, that doesn't sound good. Here's a thing that we, we never really figure out. Because obviously, I never realised at the start, and you pointed out, that it's Monday that drops what's her face off, Mary for, off. Her, for uh, Mary off for her audition. Yep. We never learned anything more about that relationship. And obviously, she's now being kidnapped. And, yes. Yeah. So and she hasn't odd. really spoken. No. <laughs> even in the audition, you don't see her speak. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. stand, waiting for it. So even before anything has happened to her, she yeah. seems to be mute. Gratifyingly <laughs> oh. <clears throat> mute. Uh, I like my women like I like my... Uh, <laughs> mute. Like I like my... Other women. I like my uh, women like I like my music with men talk singing. On mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, now this is the bit where see, I thought we were going to get like my theory on true. Because you hear this sort of fight thing going on in an alley. And Penance goes around, not one guy runs off going, Ken, she's a mentalist. Mm-hmm. And then you go around and there's two guys that are possibly beaten oh. to death. We're not sure. Hold on, we're not there oh. yet. Oh, we're not. Because your random scene is here now. Random the Dennis scene. O'Hare doctor scene where he's oh. just, your evil doctor note. Yeah. What was yeah. That? This is just Dennis O'Hare from This Is Us and a bunch of stuff. He's a good actor. Yeah. Um, he generally plays people with AIDS who are dying. <laughs> <laughs> but they've given him some wonderful hair. And he's got a drill, oh, like okay. a dentist yes. drill, and he's yeah. just randomly poking into the back of a man's skull who's screaming. Yeah, 
in there. And, it's, and the, it's really, nothing is explained. We don't know who he is. What's the, we don't know who the man with the hole in his head is. But isn't it, it's the, the masked people that they fought earlier on. It's them. He's obviously building them. Is he? I think so. He's the evil doctor that's, he's obviously controlling these guys that are kidnapping the people with, um, what do you call them? I mean, I forgot my I, I, that's why we nearly see the face. I thought it was one of those weird mask-faced... Oh, I did not pick people. up on that at all. Uh, I thought he was just torturing a dude to find no, out. I, I think this is well, he was talking... No, he was talking about their turns. He says, well, what, we need turning... to find out where he touched... Like He's basically, yeah. show me on the doll where it touched you but while I, think... I work it out with this drill. But I think he makes people with turns into those things under his control and just makes them into monsters. I think you and might have him... made all that up. No, well, we'll see. But... Yeah, we will. <laughs> yes. But you know what? I'm scared by your confidence because I really <laughs> think you're wrong. So we'll just have to wait. Oh, but I'm never wrong, except when I am. Which is mostly, but still. No. We both are. I was right no, about Mecha, like... Mecha Godzilla. I was right about that. In what respect <laughs> that there would be one? Yes, okay, and it, yeah, it was maybe. in the first, and it was in the first trailer. Spot I still it. don't remember that. Uh, I love the fact that I watched all the trailers, and yet it was still a surprise to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good my brain is, thanks to lockdown. Anyway, Amalia has beaten up some di- uh, drunks because she's angry. Jacqueline Hyde. Uh, <laughs> I'm sticking and- with you. And um, Penance says, um, who? I don't know what this word says. Sorry. Nope. Made her feel welcome. What? Proof? My God, this isn't. Penance says something, something made her feel welcome. Any idea? No. Okay. Me neither. So there you go. No. We're done. Um, no. Not clear. Oh, Mary Song. That's what it says. Oh. When Mary Song, she, it felt like she belonged. That's what it, I'm trying to get across. Terribly written. Yeah. yeah. She felt like she belonged in the world for the first time in years. And she says, basically... That's a bit of a slap in the face to the people she's been living with all this time. No, but I think, you know, uh, you know, there's... This show works in a very unsubtle way with, you know, taking the concept of racism and sexism and everything else and putting it under one banner of people with turns and people without. Yeah. And the people without are rich white men, the end. Uh, true. You know, as metaphors go, it's very easy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. So, <laughs> so now we're on to the, the flashback to three years hence. Yes, yeah, so we go back to the, we go full circle. Yeah. So we go back to the just before, we go back to 1896 uh, when Augie was looking up into the sky, basically. Yeah. And an alien, question mark, Ship yeah, flies over London. Very uh, fish-like. Yes. 
and um, it's like uh, like a crop duster, maybe. It's yeah, it farts and like yeah, but I don't know. Is because it, it's like does this happen on purpose, or is it some sort of very slow crash? I yeah, I think it's kind of crashing or something. Is I it like think it, is this like the truth behind Xenu? You know mm. what I'm saying, and not coming out of volcano. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or is this, yeah, is, this but, is this how chemtrail started? Oh, definitely. Oh. I mean, this is chemtrails one hundred and one. Uh, that's a that's class not, I want to take. Yeah, that's actually little <laughs> microchips they're implanting in people. It's not. <laughs> Don't be alien. silly. That's in the vaccine. That's not in the air. Oh, can't wait! I love microchips in my brain. I want one in each arm at the same time. <laughs> Doubling up. Yeah, exactly. You'll, you'll, you'll be able to get 10G. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already 1G, which is oh. crazy. I'll get 9 more G. Okay, cool. Oh, all these microchips in me, I won't be able to sit in my microwave anymore and switch it on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sparking and shit. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, after the event, which possibly kills... Um, what's his name? Mans' granddaughter. Yeah. The guy with the folder. I mean, does it? We don't know. I, I, re- think- I reckon she survived, and he just doesn't like what she becomes. He, I bet you, right now, he seems to hate electricity. Mm-hmm. She can shoot electricity. That's all I'm saying. My prediction is she How's can... How's this? Like, that tube... people. That tube of electricity in uh, Penance's his- studio, it's just yeah. his granddaughter. There you go. She's been caught. Oh, yeah. Um, Apparently, she she's definitely going to end up having to do something with electricity because he doesn't like it much. Mm. Anyway, she turned into coal or steam. <laughs> Any lover, lumps of coal, beautiful lumps of coal <laughs> that I will set on fire. Well, oh, it's me. Well, yeah, because maybe you can't do women turning into like. Their version of the thing, but being black, up wouldn't work. Mm. Not like but here's that. something, right? Like you see people falling down and pointing at the sky and screaming. Yeah. That guy who falls to his knees and stuff. Yeah, and <laughs> then after the thing goes away, they yeah. brush themselves off. It's almost like, like nothing fucking happened. Yeah, it's almost like they've seen a car drive past and <clears throat> and still didn't give a fuck. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, this. I see. Much like the thing with the car where everyone's just like, yeah, it's a different car. Yeah, everyone just suddenly goes, oh, fish spaceship's gone then. Oh, well, back at it. What was I doing on my knees? That's a bit embarrassing. Uh, but no, on. they've all forgotten, but Malady doesn't, right? She's already having trouble. They're already having trouble getting her in the uh, yeah. the back of the van. Get in the back yeah. of the van! Um, but, they- <laughs> but then they know just there to was- reference that film twice. So um, they know there was an event, but they but so none of them remember the ship. I feel they know what, that on that day, something happened, right? Yeah. And all these people got turns. Yeah. I don't think they can remember how it happened. They just yeah. remember that that's the day it happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Malady remembers yeah. for whatever reason. Is this going to be one of them, like, Faith from Buffy things, or, like, the crazy Russian one? 
from Orphan Black? Is it going to turn out that she's not a bad guy? She's just crazy. <laughs> no, she'll still be a bad guy. I mean, she did just slit that guy's throat in front of us all. Oh no, um, yeah, but they, but but you know, Jason well, Statham actually... killed a bunch mm. of people in them Fast and Furious movies, and now look at him. Yeah. Well, he did save the world from a big shark or something. I don't know. I didn't watch that. Um, it was a megalodon. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I watched it. I've was seen it, good? it. It was. It was. Um... No. No. Really. What was that say? No. Too big a pause <laughs> there. No. You were. You were trying to be polite, <laughs> but no. Just fuck no. No. Uh, oh, see, see, they've announced that. Um, yeah. Uh, the Meg Two. Um, mm. Is gonna have two Megs in it. And you're like, okay. I'm pretty sure so, Meg One had two Megs in it. Well, no. So it's like, oh, can it's not just the second film. Two's got more of a meaning. It's like, what? So two Stathams? No, okay. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Meg had two of them in it. No. So I, I don't know what to say to that. I can't really remember. Well, maybe the book had two in it, and someone was talking about that, and I just... That sunk <laughs> it was, in. It was a book first. You know, it was based on a book, yeah. And the book was sort of a, you know, a, a Jurassic Park Jaws hybrid parody oh, thing. Oh, and they turned it into a stupid film. Well, it was a stupid book. They turned oh. into a stupid film. I don't really know what you want. You know, yeah, I don't know what. I realized uh, after you said that you'd already said it was a parody. It was only realized that after I said it and went, "Ah, shit." Okay. So if the uh, if the author was like, "I can't believe they took my joke and turned it into a serious movie," <laughs> <laughs> and better. everyone looks at each other like, "You think this is serious? Fuck it out. Do you mm. not watch movies, mate?" <laughs> um. What's anyway. A movie? Uh, all right. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, Amalia uh, is touched while drowning. Is this important? Yeah. Uh, you know, because she sort of she drowns herself. Yeah, she and, gets a couple then, of those little things. Uh, in yeah, her. and then when she's going down, she then opens her eyes. Right. So when she says, "This isn't my face," is that because she is dead and is now like yes. someone else? Yeah. Alien you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you know what? I'll give you that, that whole Jekyll and Hyde thing. Is she the depressed person who tried to kill herself? It's, well, it's, and it's always because is she someone else. <laughs> even in that sort of last fight scene that happens earlier on in the film as well, she was calling her Amelie Amelie and she wasn't answering and then she would call her Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Hope. Mrs. True. But Mrs. no, True. That's, her, that's her surname. Her name is Amalia True. Yeah, but it's just the fact that she wouldn't like, sometimes she wouldn't answer to her first name at all. And it was only when she said Mrs. True, she was like, okay, right. And that's well, why I, that scene at the end as well, when they were taking a while to turn around, I was like, who's turning around? Oh, no, I believe that is going full circle again back to the beginning. That every morning when they introduce each other to be cute, mm. they say, Mrs. True, Mrs. Adair. And so when she said Mrs. True to her, she literally just said what she always says, which is Mrs. Adair. No, that's I how she snapped her out of it. I think there was an edge to it. But well, eh, that's my theory. I'm probably wrong, but she can't be killing these people and edging at the same time. It's like a that's a nightmare situation. There's no time for that. Anyway, moving on. <sighs> uh, 
works. Um, so yeah, so back to the orphanage after the oh yeah, the, this is one of the most confusing shots in the 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 pilot because I forgot about Primrose. Oh yeah, because and uh, that's that. Um, uh, um, Amalia sleeps on the floor, sort yeah. of un- almost under the bed yeah, in the orphanage, right? There's that huge bed. <laughs> and she looks like a tiny, tiny girl yeah. because sleeping in the bed is a special big super bed for Primrose. Yeah. Seems and to be- so she looks like she is three foot tall. He seems to be hugging one of the other children like a teddy bear. I uh, think that's Myrtle, isn't it? They've become oh, close no, friends already. Oh, yeah, it could be. Um, there's all the other people. And the one that I noticed just before it sort of can fit it properly was down on like the right-hand side, um, there was just a glowing child in one of the other beds. And I was like... I did oh. not notice the glowing yeah. child. It was a weird sort of whitishy blue glowing child in one of the other beds. And I was like, oh, not met you yet. Uh, and that was it. Oh. No, that's the yeah. We hit credits. Well, we, I would like to say that the music that comes at the beginning and end of this, like the simple kind of yeah. violin piece, is really rather hauntingly beautiful. Yeah, it was good. Um, I did like that. And yeah, there's only six episodes of this so far. Yeah, because of the pandemic or. If that's an excuse, because of Joss Whedon, we don't know. Yeah. But um, I was listening to, uh, because HBO liked to do this now, thanks to Chernobyl started it, I think. With the, they, they do official podcasts. Yeah. And they've got uh, Never's official podcast. All right. And they did say that by the end of this six episodes, almost all of the questions are answered. It's not a mystery box show. No. It's just telling this story slowly. Mm. So by the end of the six episodes, you will sort of know everything that's going on. Yeah. Apparently. And I am intrigued. Yes. So. <sighs> yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, especially as pilots go, I sort of, there was a lot of heavy exposition in there. Yeah. But it does set up perfectly. You know everyone's motivations. Yeah. Um, you sort of know. Well, that's a lie. Because what is the crack with the doctor with the, the drill? But other than him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just loves brains. Yeah. But other than him, I feel like there's something, you know, everything seems to make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. You know, I don't. You, it, there's not one element that you go, well, that's unbelievable. Yeah, no, there's nothing out of place. Um, mm. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'll be keeping an eye on this yeah. as it comes out. Um, yeah, and I think it's one of the stronger pilots we've done. Oh, it's yeah, definitely. I mean, it's one of the few where I'm actually thinking, yeah, I will watch more of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what, this... When we did Watchmen. Yeah. I don't want to just keep plucking HBO shows out of the air, but... Mm. I never did finish Lovecraft Country, actually. No, um, I watched the first episode and went, I must watch more of this, and never did. Yeah. 
That was weird. And I never watched Chernobyl either, actually. I kept being told over and over again to watch Chernobyl. And it's like, well, it just feels really depressing. Plus, that happened in our lifetime, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When we, I feel like Chernobyl was like, wasn't that like the early 80s? I will just tell you in a second. Oh, laptop's gone off. I'll tell you in a second, though. Um, I'll look that up while we're... I suppose you can... Um, you got a rating for this while I'm looking up Chernobyl? Mm. I don't know, because we don't know where exactly it's going to go, right? So, I mean... Out of five, yeah. I'm going to call it a four. Just a solid I'm, four. I'm a 3.5. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. Can we be like, um, who's that shitty douche website? Pitchfork. Oh, yeah. 3.85. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And maybe in a very lazy way, we'll keep an eye on this. Yes. In the same lazy way we do. Actually, I don't think we've ever talked about Falcon and the Winter Soldier properly. No. On... Just since it started. Little, yeah, little asides here and there, but not any in-depth. Yeah, I because no, it's been quite... There's not been a lot in it. It's been pretty good, but... It's enjoyable, but you yeah. can see why that should have come out before WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I said, well, yesterday's episode was actually pretty good. Yeah. What was that one? Oh, yeah, it was kind of quiet, and they they got... Uh, Walker pretty quick. Yeah. And, and then, then... He's building his own shield at the end. Yeah, there's that. And then oh, Evil Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Madame Hydra or whatever. Well, no, I mean, she's been numerous people, right? Because she was also... A, she worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. and she wasn't Hydra. And there's that story where she was... Uh, yeah, because uh, her parents are gone. She's Italian, and her parents are killed. Yeah, because there was, and she's ones. like there an was... Italian Batman. Yeah, because there was so, there was Viper yeah. that was Madame Hydra, and then there was well, someone because I only recognised name because it was someone Fontaine, and I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. she's playing. Like the little blue highlight in her hair as well. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <sighs> but I mean, the thing is, for some people are like, she's not. You know, she might not be a bad guy, and you go, well, if she's got this yeah. cunt. And she's yeah. a bad guy, unfortunately. She definitely is. <clears throat> she's Unless, and there was also talk that maybe she's putting together the the Thunderbolts mm. for a spin-off at some point. And you go, what Zemo and uh, Z- Zemo and uh, John yeah. Walker? See, I don't think a bit weird. No, I don't think she'll be involved with them. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be on separate thing because like the whole the only setup for the. Um, for the Thunderbolts really was them mentioning that they're going chucking him in the raft. Yeah, so. but I mean, at the end of the day as well, I'm wrong about that because this isn't actually her first appearance, right? Even though it is. Isn't it? No, no, it is. Yeah. But she apparently is in the Black Widow movie. All right, okay. And that would have come out a year ago. Yeah. So... Theoretically, this was supposed to be her second appearance. Though saying that, she probably, if she appeared like this in a fucking six-hour TV show, 
she's probably at best what a post credit sequence for like yeah i don't know giving a card to florence <laughs> or something no how do you pronounce that pew in the yeah, I do. Florence Pugh, a.k.a. Zach Braff's wife. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> no. Zach Braff's mo- mo- much younger wife. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she played, uh, she played that wrestler, didn't she, in that film that uh, Stephen Merchant directed that The Rock was in. Oh, um... Fighting Nick with my Frost family again. or something. Yes. Yeah, it's the Pages story or whatever. Yeah. We cut out our set state out of that, though. That's, uh... <laughs> did what? They cut out our sex tape out of that one, then. I think it's a family film, so you probably yeah, don't no. want to put so, that in. Yeah, you're not, not going to put that in. Maybe after credits. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, but then... Let's I've, never, facts. I've never seen it, but I believe that it's, it's out there. It was some sort of, obviously, just off the back of a like a phone camera sort of thing. Uh, not an official I mean, sex date. Yeah, no, I mean, if it's not in 4K, you don't care. I, I no. understand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't see individual hairs. I'm not watching it. It just depends how close the camera is, surely. I mean, <laughs> I like it that close. <laughs> Almost as if it's an advert for Harry's or something. Is this just the eyebrows we're talking about, or is it like... All of them. <laughs> well, a slowly roaming... A camera that slowly roams over a body, much like, you know that first uh, Star Trek, the motion picture, where like four hours is just slow yeah, motion just shots of the Enterprise. Glor- yeah, glory shots of the Enterprise, yeah, it's pretty yeah, much... It's that, but it's it's Paige. That's what I'm into, into a, a four-hour exploration of every blemish on our body. But uh, but you don't see any of the good stuff. It works around them. Uh, it's, uh, I'm, not, I'm not there for the good stuff. I'm there for, like, the heat rashes and... Uh, well, it's, uh, I yeah. want it to be, you know, I get it. It's tantalizing and titillating, but with yeah. no tit. I'm purely there for the elation. <laughs> right. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> because we were going to chat for, like, an, I don't know if you remember, that at one point we said... Yeah. I said, we'll chat for like 90 minutes, right? <laughs> and I'll take half an hour about Bird Girl and an hour about the Nevers. And yeah. we have gone three hours. <laughs> uh, that sounds like and, us. And the worst part is I'm pretty sure I've been off mic the whole time. Uh, because oh, I moved that... the setup around. Yeah, I did sit at a weird angle, but I thought I sounded okay in my headphones. So. I mean, me too. But at the end of the day, I'll just... Uh, I'll add some presents to it and fuck it. Who cares? No cunt listens anymore. I can tell that I don't care because I've said the C word 50 times in this episode <laughs> and I don't actually swear that much normally. Oh. <laughs> so, he's off the chain. <laughs> and I do nothing uh, but swear. I think I've sworn less in this episode than most others. I think it's because I, I would you, say you were picking up the slack. So I was like, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I I mean, if a, a C word is worth five F words, no. I mean, I've broken a hundred. <laughs> oh, well, some of them were. I mean, some of them you can count off because you were quoting uh, lines from the, the show. 
Yeah, but did I have to say them over and over again? (laughs) And until next time, Eve had a cunt! Can't spell nevers without Eve had a cunt.